If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the spiritual opportunity of the winter solstice. And before we start, I'd like to give um, a few credits and accolades to Alice Bally. Alice Bally is the founder of Lucis Trust, and she wrote 24 volumes of literature. And those 24 volumes of literature are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought also comes from the works of Alice Bally. From the very night of time, the period wherein the sun moves northward again has been regarded as a festival season. For thousands of years, it has been associated with the coming of the sun god to save the world, to bring light to the earth and hope to humanity. Is there any spiritual significance to the fact that Christmas follows so soon after the winter solstice? Yes, there is. According to the ageless wisdom, people might not have connected the two before, And in part that might be because most of us in the Western Christianized world are so indoctrinated with uh, the modern version of Christmas, which is shopping, food, family, more shopping, Santa Claus, shopping, and so on, that it's hard to really think through this this huge layer of modern... um, expression of Christmas to get to the real ancient uh, symbology of it. And it's also linked, I think, for most of us with memories of our childhood, with links to our family, as well as to materialism. And it's even gotten caught up in the modern um, dispute over displays of the baby Jesus in public places and so on. And so there's a lot about Christmas today that just has no relation at all to the original ageless wisdom teaching but in fact when you realize that Christmas in its deepest significance is in fact a universal festival 
that is not diminishing of Christ, but it's in a way a verification that he was actually the latest in a long evolutionary line of sun gods that um, have um, influenced world religions and the ageless wisdom over eons. Yes, I think that's uh, the shame of it all. That's what's lost is the <clears throat> because of the materialization of Christmas that uh, what is lost is any sense of continuity with that uh, <clears throat> ancient past and uh, I think the, in the connection with this holiday with other ancient cultures and religions we we have all lost all of that and we see the birth of Christ as only pertaining to, to Christianity when in fact it is uh, simply the latest unfoldment of the divine light in human consciousness that began literally thousands of years before Christ. So, I mean, it's, it's um, if we could connect ourselves with that ancient past, uh, <clears throat> I think it would provide more meaning, for more deeper meaning to our, our sense of what this holiday really should be about. There is also the significance of the darkness of the winter solstice. The moment of the winter solstice, December 21st, is when the sun in the northern hemisphere has um, reached its greatest, um, or its, its deepest nadir, we could say, and the days are shortest, the nights are longest. But another way of looking at it is, this is also the moment when the sun reverses its course and begins to ascend northward so that the days from now on will become longer and longer in a very gradual uh, incremental um, uh, sense until finally the summer solstice on or about June 21st and there's great spiritual significance in this because it has to do with light and dark Christ proclaimed I am the light of the world and it's no accident that he and these other sun gods were born uh, at the time of the winter solstice or a few days after. In fact, Alice Bailey researched the whole issue in her book From Bethlehem to Calvary, and she wrote about a, a number of religious traditions celebrating the birth of their sun gods at the time of uh, December 25th. We think that's a date that's always been associated with Christianity, but in fact, she says, in the very early years, um, there were, uh, I think, something like 150 different calendar dates that were at various times um, marked to um, uh, denote the birth of Jesus. Finally, in Roman, in the Roman period, when the church was consolidating itself, they settled on December 25th. And that links it with, for example, the Mithraic, religion of Persia, which uh, celebrates uh, the birth of the sun god on that date, and Egyptian religion, which marked um, the birth of Horus, the god Horus, on December 25th, and um, pagan Britain uh, celebrated December 25th as the um, uh, dawn of um, spiritual um, revelation, again tied in with the coming of the sun into greater prominence. And I think they, as I understand from <clears throat> reading my history, that they adapted it to the, which is 
celebration by the pagans at that time, so they adapted it to the, the pagan rituals that mm-hmm. occurred around the time of the 25th of December, and as a way of making Christianity perhaps a more accepted religion at the time. You know, in the early days of religion, this would go back to the first and second centuries. And so um, they were still competing with the pagan religions and all other Greek religions, with the Greek gods and the myths. And Christianity was just one of very many at that time. So they had to adapt to uh, the, you know, the, the order of the day, so to speak. And that was one way of uh, keeping the the, um, the Christians, giving them their, their particular holiday, too. There are other parallels that link the solstice and uh, the birth of the sun god uh, of Christ. Uh, there are astronomical links that are quite fascinating. At that moment of the year, the 24th of December, the constellation of Virgo is on the horizon, rising in the east. And Virgo is symbolized by the Virgin. So one immediately thinks of Mary. And these parallels of the virgin birth of the sun god are found in the very religions I mentioned and others. Um, There are numerous examples of great spiritual leaders on the level of Christ, of Horus, of Mithraeus, who were born of virgin virgin mother. And there's symbology in this that uh, is linked to the constellation Virgo being on the horizon. The fact of Mary is symbolic of the third person of the Trinity, because Mary, matter, mother, represents the guarding, um, fecundating aspect of matter into which Christ, the Christ principle or the soul, must incarnate for the redemption of matter. Christ was born in a cave, it said, not in a stable, because most stables were actually carved out of the earth in those ancient times. He was more likely born in a cave, as were many of the sun gods, again symbolizing the coming of great spiritual potency into deepest, densest matter. Um, He was born in Bethlehem, which means the house of bread, and earth uh, is symbolically the place where the right distribution and sharing of material resources must occur, bread symbolizing the right use of matter, the uh, nourishing aspect of the material form for the Christ principle which seeks to incarnate on earth. I don't know if any of that makes sense. Well, that's the thing. There there were very many astrological uh, connections made in those days because the the astronomers and the astrologers at the time were much more prominent and they were respected and so um, they had a a deeper understanding of the constellations not in the scientific way that we look at them today but uh, they had meaning in in giving meaning to people's lives they were a way of bringing um, um, teaching the people by using the the uh, stars, the constellations, the as you say, the um, Virgo was on the uh, horizon. Would appear the constellation Virgo would appear on the horizon at that time of the year, and so it fitted in very well with the whole theme of the Mary 
and the mother and the child, and um, also the son of Sirius, who's also a prominent star, and some people think that that was the star that led the three wise men to the uh, mm-hmm. to the manger. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> so I mean, and uh, and in fact, star Sirius is quite related to our Earth. And, I mean, the influence of Sirius is related to our own spiritual hierarchy. So there are these uh, ancient connections that uh, really, if we would study them more, would really broaden our whole understanding of this um, holiday. There's one more astronomical connection in this um, constellation of Virgo is um, three stars that form the shape of a cup. And that's uh, symbolic of the Holy Grail, which is an ancient myth. In the Age of Wisdom, the Holy Grail symbolizes the the cup of matter, the repository of matter, into which pure spirit must incarnate for the quickening of the material substance of our planet and everything that lives on it. So within the, the heavens... Um, is contained so much of spiritual implication that really makes Christmas and the winter solstice uh, an inspiring and meaningful period. For those of people who just uh, tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today, the spiritual opportunity of the winter solstice. And we have a special offer from Lucy's Publishing Company today. It's one of the Alice Bailey books, From Bethlehem to Calvary. And in Bethlehem, from Bethlehem to Calvary, what you're going to find in that is, uh, is that it interprets, uh, Alice Bailey interprets the life of Christ in terms of the five initiations of the spiritual path. And from Bethlehem to Calvary, it also, also within that book, you'll find discussions of the significance of Christmas as, as mentioned in today's program. And uh, it also offers many interesting references on the mythology of the sun gods. Once again, uh, the title is From Bethlehem to Calvary. Calvary, once, uh, you, when you call, ask for the book, the Alice Bailey book, From Bethlehem to Calvary. Uh, the special offer comes in the form of uh, free shipping and handling, so it's available for $12. And if you want the book, what you need to do is um, write a check or send a money, a money order, a check or money order to uh, Lucis Publishing, Lucis is L-U, CIS, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Once again, that's Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And once again, the book is from Bethlehem, from Bethlehem to Calvary. Uh, and the show that you're hearing today is based on that book. Um, anytime you'd like to order books or cassette uh, tapes or... Uh, uh, or schedules of our meditation meetings, you can certainly do do so. One of the most popular items, and of course uh, the uh, the general package of information is for free, but that's one of the most popular items that we send uh, send out. It tells you a lot about uh, Lucis Trust. So if you'd like to call us for any of those reasons or other reasons, give us a call at one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. That's the toll free number. Uh, the easy way to remember it is one eight six six N. Y Lucis. Think of one eight six six New York Lucis. Now we have a website also. The website is www.lucistrust.org, 
And you can find out a lot of information about Lucis Trust by keying into our website. One of the most frequent reasons that people key into the website is to listen to the previously archived library of radio shows that we've done. We've got so many topics, so many themes on there that you might enjoy listening to. So once again, you can key into the website uh, by www.lucistrust.org. We also appreciate your donations. Um, May I interrupt sure. for a minute, Robert, about this uh, archive of our programs on our website? We're now converting them to MP3 technology, <clears throat> which means that people can import the program from the website into their own personal sound system. Well, that's certainly good information. Maybe, Dale, do you have any comment well, to make on that? Yes, many, some of our listeners have tuned, called in and, and um, would like to uh, have it prepared for their iPods. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what we're doing. We're changing it to uh, transforming the uh, stations, into, uh, the programs, rather, into MP3. And um, little by little, we haven't done them all yet, but... Um, well, little by little, we're doing them uh, as we can get to them, and um, so that they are available in that uh, format, and anybody can download them now. When you drive or walk around or whatever, or ride the subway, you can listen to the program. That's the idea. So we're trying to get with the new technology. Well, I'm, I really like that. That's a great idea, and I'm glad to see that the wheels of progress are moving forward at Lucis Trust, and... Um, and also, I just wanted to mention that I pr we appreciate all those donations that you do send in. They uh, they really help keep us on the air. So um, if you'd like to uh, give us further support, we, we really would like that because uh, we've got so many expenses, and uh, the radio show is just one of them. So any donations that you might uh, want to send us, send them to Lucis Trust. It's L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And um, we, we said the title of the show, The Spiritual Opportunity of the Winter Solstice, uh, that's our title, but uh, uh, what would you, in terms of spiritual opportunity, what would you say is the opportunity there? I would think it is to realize that the whole story of the birth of Christ, which is contained within the um, celebration of Christmas, is an enactment of an event that has to happen to every human being. He was demonstrating or reenacting or embodying a spiritual evolution that has to happen in the life of every human being. There's an interesting comment about Mary that was made by the great German mystic Meister Eckhart. He said, we are all meant to be mothers of God. Every human being is meant to give birth to the Christ principle, which is said to be born in the cave of the human heart. In other words, the, the awakening of the Christ principle, which is the realization of the soul, has to happen in the life of every human being at some point in his evolutionary journey. And um, that is the whole meaning and significance behind Christmas that it isn't an event that just happened 2,000 years ago, but that is symbolic of the path even today. Yes, it's a continuation of a very long history of a very unfolding uh, drama of actually the unfoldment of light in human consciousness and light and love. 
and uh, <clears throat> the Christ uh, uh, coming into the world 2,000 years ago as the embodiment of the love of God um, <clears throat> was just the latest in this long unfolding process and um, it, it has a very ancient uh, tradition probably going back to Atlantean times some of it some of the symbolism so it, it's um, uh, it was still part of the process and the materialization to get back to this materialization of Christmas that we've just come through um, it, it's kind of a huge big distraction from what we should be uh, learning to understand about this um, tremendous holiday time. It's also interesting that the materialization of Christmas is a a um, devastation of the real spiritual implications of the birth of Christ in the cave, which is the the giving birth to the soul in matter for the redemption of the material realm. That's why Christ was born. That's why all sun gods come to earth, to redeem matter, to spiritualize substance. And so we have taken that very act of sacrifice and deep spiritual celebration and turned it into a shopping holiday. It makes you wonder <laughs> if we might have missed the message. It's not really Do funny. you think? I'm sorry I'm laughing. But <laughs> How dense can we be? The very holiday that is supposed to celebrate the spiritualization of matter is the one in which we most shop our brains out. That's and our sad. economy depends on it. Yes. <clears throat> it would collapse because so many of our large uh, stores and businesses, uh, they depend on the um, the holiday season. For, we, we might have uh, missed the point then about this whole I experience. think we might have. I don't know what happened to the idea of getting an orange in one's Christmas stocking. That doesn't seem or, to... Or a bag of coal in Martin. <laughs> well, there's so much that can be said about this um, story of Christmas and the coming of the sun gods. There's another parallel that runs throughout a number of world religions. The long journey... Uh, everyone knows that Joseph and Mary were on a journey uh, when Mary gave birth in Bethlehem, and that parallel is found in other religions. The journey, I suppose, being um, a symbolic reenactment of the spiritual evolutionary path. The sun god literally was born on a journey, symbolizing progress, growth, and evolution the journeying of the spiritual way that each and every one of us has to tread. You can't remain static. You can't remain fixed in one spot if you are to evolve spiritually. And so these sun gods are literally born on a journey far from their home. And uh, that's the great pro um, story of the prodigal son, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, <clears throat> you go on a journey and you into the uh, dense world and you... Uh, gain your experience and your suffering and your pain in that dense physical world but then you lift yourself up and head back towards the father's home and that's been the um, story for eons on this planet but um, uh, I was just going to say too you mentioned some of the other <coughs> um, uh, traditions in related to Christ and also, there are these same traditions related to Mary. Mm -hmm. Mary is also uh, is a very ancient tradition going be before 
Mary, uh, the mother of, of Christ. And that goes, goes back to because uh, in the ancient uh, uh, in the ancient Greek mythology of Bacchus, uh, uh, for example, the mother of Bacchus was, was Myra, mm-hmm. and the mother of uh, Mercury or Hermes was Myra or Maya. <clears throat> Wasn't that the name of the Buddhist mother also? Yes, and the Buddhist. So it's all in these ancient... These aren't uh, accidents. No, it's it's a very uh, deliberate... Um, and it makes you wonder, I think, the maybe the uh, Christian uh, early Christian clerics also adopted Mary uh, in the same way, to be part of this same ancient tradition. Mm-hmm. Well, there... We have touched before in these programs on the nature of the avatar. That is really what the sun god is, whether we're talking about Christ or Buddha or Mithras or Horus. An avatar is literally one who comes down from far above, bringing to earth some aspect of divine potency that that entity, that avatar, is able to anchor forevermore in human experience and this is a an enactment uh, of the linking within the human being of both divinity and humanity every human being is a merging of the two the divine component deep within the human heart and the material outer component of the physical body that this happens at the moment of the winter solstice is symbolized in the point of light marked by the birth of the sun god at the time of deepest darkness and when you think about it we couldn't appreciate light if we didn't have dark as a as a comparison the point of light at the darkest moment of the year is in its own way the most brilliant this embodiment of light was the message of the buddha another avatar be a lamp unto your own feet he commanded Christ was the embodiment of divine love. And each program that we um, finish culminates with the, broad, with the sounding of the great invocation. If you think about the second stanza, from the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. That is the invocation of the Christ which is celebrated at each Christmas. Christ comes to earth. The soul is awakened within every human heart. That's the promise of the spiritual path, and Christmas is that celebration each year. Please take advantage of our special offer from Lucy's Trust, and that's the uh, uh, the book, From Bethlehem to Calvary, and that's by Alice Bailey. And our show is based on this book today. Once again, the book is From Bethlehem to Calvary by Alice Bailey. And if you'd uh, like to do that, if you'd like that book, uh, please send us a check or money order, $12, to Lucis Publishing, Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Once again, the book is From Bethlehem to Calvary. It's available for $12, and the discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling. And... Uh, Anything that you've uh, enjoyed about this show, you can find it uh, in in greater depth uh, within the book From Bethlehem to Calvary. And once again, too, if you'd like to call on our 800 number, you're certainly uh, free to do that. Uh, 
Our 800 number is 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. Our website is www.lucistrust.org. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, wah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, statement's coming at ya, statement's coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A Refrigerant with Leak Sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.